Warning. 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 Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? It's the Police Officers Association of Michigan podcast radio show, recorded live from our studios in Redford, Michigan. Home is a full-service labor organization formed to provide every labor-related service from negotiations, grievance processing, legal and legislative representation to Act 312 arbitrations. This is Ed Jocks, Director of Member Services for the Police Officers Association of Michigan. Uh, coming to you live today from the Detroit Athletic Club, and we have a very, very special guest with us, Rick Snyder, gubernatorial candidate. Rick, thanks for joining us again. Oh, it's an honor. It's great to be with you. Well, good. Uh, Rick, a couple weeks ago, we officially gave you our endorsement. You had come and met with uh, some of the leadership at POAM before that and talked about some of those issues. Traditionally, uh, uh, union support goes uh, is rubber stamp for the Democrats. So how did it feel uh, getting the largest police unions uh, endorsement in your in this campaign? Well, I view it as an honor. I mean, police officers, you're representing our public safety. So in addition to being a labor organization, it's special because of the role you play in our community and that important role. And it's also a great illustration of how people can work together. I mean, the old ways of doing things don't work. We've got to have a new attitude. And it's about people coming together instead of being so divisive and about how we're all going to win together. You know, Rick, revenue sharing cuts to local communities have eroded uh, staffing levels to many police departments in our state. What can be done to make sure that public safety doesn't become compromised? Well, that's a huge issue because if you look at the numbers over the last 10 years, there's been over 2,000 law enforcement officers taken off the streets because of revenue sharing declines. And one of the key things there is, is couple things. One is we need to get more efficient about how we do things and focus on frontline public safety. Instead of making it kind of the end, the tail on the dog and becoming the football, it right. should be the, one of the first priorities we take care of because it's so fundamental what goes on. So that's part of the situation that needs to take place. The other one is, is just the whole premise of what our campaign's about too, is growing our economy. Let's get more and better jobs because if we create great private sector opportunities, that brings in more revenue, that gives us more opportunity to get back on a positive path. Instead yeah. of this negative path, we've been in for a decade. Way too long. Uh, you know, Rick, you've stated that legislators need to examine programs to make sure that we're getting value for our money so we can afford our priorities. And I know you just said that public safety was a priority and Certainly, POEM, you communicated that to POEM, and that effectuated our endorsement. Can you share with us some of some of your other priorities are going to be? Well, yeah. If you talk about, it's the whole concept of a new budget system, because the current budget system is broken. The way they do budgets in Lansing today, it's all about funding, and it's mainly a handful of people going behind closed doors, the leadership people, and having special interests come in about who wins and loses that marginal dollar, and then come out with a budget that's take it or leave it. And it's all on spending activities and programs. It's all about this funding stream and that funding stream where we're going to put in a system, I call it value for money budgeting, more transparency, more openness so people can see the whole process, go to a multi-year budget, which would help a lot in terms of certainty, in terms sure. of knowing what funding streams are. Yeah. And then it's going to all focus on outcomes and results as opposed to just programs and activities. And one of the outcomes and results, clearly high on the list, is public safety. It's like, what can we do, particularly with frontline resources, to make sure we're delivering real results, as opposed to simply saying, here's a dollar, you know, a check that someone in some department or some organization is going to go spend, and who knows where it went. Yeah. I, when you talk about budgeting, I think Oakland County is kind of a good example of that. I mean, yeah. they face the same difficulties as, as other municipalities and counties, but they 
through their budgetary process, seem to have a handle on it and be ahead of the curve a little bit. Yeah, you say it very well, because they are. They're a good role model. In fact, if you look at their situation, they've gone to a three-year budget. Have they? Huh? Yeah, and our goal is to get to two first, but we'll do longer-term forecasting, ultimately, to, to follow their lead. Because, again, if you can do that, that means you've squeezed out a lot of the, the, the strangeness, the accounting gimmicks. It's a real budget that people can have some certainty on, as you know in anything. If you know your funding path, if you know the resources you've got, you can be much more effective on how you actually use those resources. You're right. You know, you're advocating the elimination of uh, Michigan's business tax with a flat 6% corporate tax. What will that transition period be like? How long will that be? And uh, what will the long and short-term impact be on businesses? Well, the impact will be positive fairly quickly because right now it's a job killer tax. The MBT is terrible. It has been forever. Yeah. No, it's just, it was fundamentally unfair yeah. to put it in the simplest sense. The way I describe it to non-tax people, because it's a complicated tax. I said, when they replaced the SBT with the MBT, it's like Lansing went out to the video store and rented Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the transition will go with value for money budgeting because we are in a big deficit. So you can't simply make the change. You, we also need to make government more efficient um, by doing value for money budgeting. And as we redeploy resources, that will allow us to bring down the tax rate. That's how we're going to create more jobs. And that's how we get on this positive path as opposed to this negative path. Rick, you know, there currently exists a duplication of services with local police and county, uh, and county sheriff's departments with the state police. Now, at the same time, the state police crime lab and their other specialized um, premier services uh, are overloaded and understaffed. Will you look at ways to ensure that secondary road patrols by local deputies remain intact and the core functions provided by the state police don't go by the wayside? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you stated the problem. And common sense would say, what should you do? Okay, let's make sure that we're look, working with the jurisdictions on road patrols that's happening. And let's make sure the state police are providing those critical services. So again, instead of having mixed messages, let's get some clarity to this. Let's just do it in an open fashion so we can have a good dialogue with the facts. Yeah, yeah, we've got situations where um, on important cases, uh, the, you know, evidence is, is, is being stockpiled for months and months and months waiting, you know, to be analyzed. And, and, and that's terrible. That doesn't work. Yeah. So let's make sure we can provide great services to people. It's a My goal is customer service government. Our role is to have it so government's providing great customer service, even if it's to another jurisdiction. Rick, what other transformations need to take place to help you reinvent Michigan? Well, a lot of it is getting people on board. It's about getting some fire, some positive passion out of people. Because in some ways, I say we've got a broken culture in our state. We've been beaten up so long, we've gotten too negative. We've got to start turning that around and start believing we're going to do extraordinary things and being positive, forward-looking, and inclusive. And it's by bringing that fire and passion that we're going to reinvent our state because, hey, I've got a vision for our future. I've got a great 10-point plan, um, and we're going to make action on the common sense things go forward. So I'd appreciate if people have time to go to rickformichigan.com. It's all outlined there. Any feedback is welcome. We can always make it better, but let's get going. Yeah, well, it seems to be working, Rick, because the traditional four to eight point swing between Republic, hardcore Republicans and Democrats is, is gone, and I don't want to jinx you. But you, you've obviously brought some other people, some independent thinkers, uh, you know, at least giving you their initial support. And it looks like, yeah, the you know, you've, you've swayed some people that usually are in the middle. Well, the current polling's fabulous. I just don't want to take it for granted because you've right. got to stay on the gas. I mean, uh, the polling showing we could be as, uh, up as much as 20 points. And one thing I'm really proud of is it actually showed us with a pretty good lead in union households with, yeah. and with union members, actually, because that's showing people understand this is about creating more and better jobs, keeping our young people here, and people working together. And not, 
this old divisiveness and this fighting. Fighting hasn't accomplished anything. Let's solve some problems. Right. You know, and, and, and that's why uh, POEM never uh, rubber stamps their endorsements. Uh, we always listen to our members, and we know how they feel before we endorse candidates. Yeah. And we, we are on both sides of the aisle as far as, far as supporting candidates that are pro-police and pro-public safety. So. Well, that's awesome. And it is an honor to me. And I just hope people recognize, even with the polling results, we don't take this for granted. There's no such thing as prevent defense in our book. So we're going to stay on the gas. And the more the police officers and their family uh, join this effort, the better off we are. Let's just go get them. All right. Well, listen, thanks for your time today, Rick. Give us again uh, the, the website address or where people can go if they want to help with the campaign at all. Yeah, the best place is rickformichigan.com. Thanks. Good deal. Rick, thanks for your time today. Good luck to you. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another edition of the POAM podcast radio show. I want to remind you that each and every month you can find every single podcast online on Apple iTunes. Just search for POAM. They're also available for download or for live listen on our website. Visit us at POAM.net. Get on our newsletter and send us all of your comments and suggestions for future shows. Thanks.